Hello and welcome to the Freeman Football Podcast, a podcast where three friends who have their dreams being professional footballers dashed away as children, and one at birth was confined to wheelchair and the other two scored food, have their say on the Premier League. Well, ladies and gentlemen, guess who's not here, 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 not here again, 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 Darren's not here, 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 tell your friends, friends, Darren's not here, Darren's not here, Darren's not here, doesn't quite roll off the tongue, but you get what I mean. It's gone missing again. Gone missing again. But you know, this time for we can't explain. It's undisclosed regions. So. Undisclosed, you know. Yeah, like how they how Real Madrid decided to undisclose uh, the f- bell fee just to yeah. just to uh, make Ronaldo happy. Yeah, Ronaldo don't care, man. He's still slapping fifty a year. Mm-hmm. Man, Champions League and Europe Euros. You know, didn't bottle in the final. Messi. Um, whoo! He's kind of bottled it. I mean, his leg did. Who, Messi? Ronaldo's. Ronaldo. Oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he still came on lead, man. You know. Yeah, exactly. On, on, on the on the sideline, didn't cry like a little girl. Yeah, but he's done it Messi. before. Messi, he's, he's done it before. Sorry, but yeah, you know. And then Messi, four finals, international finals in a row, bottled yeah. all of them. So you're part of the Higuain club. But there you go. Anyway, yep. That's international. We are regional. We are local. We are everywhere. One of five point four. No, I'm joking. That's, that's magic. Wow, that wow. is magic, ladies and gentlemen. I am gonna. We are here. Today, talk about football again, because it's a football podcast. You see, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm here. Where should we start? Should we start? Fr- start Friday on the most probably the deadest Friday night football match. That was Everton, Everton Crystal Palace. Not in terms of how the match was played, just in terms of the the, the, the teams. Uh, well, some some teams are gonna have to play on those days. You have to watch them on those days. I thought Everton are a good team. Crystal Palace are the other, and yeah, yeah, but um. Much didn't happen in that game apart from two quality goals. That's Belgian really. delights. Yeah, exactly. Lukaku and then Benteke, you know, that was a great header. After that header was amazing. After mm-hmm. it was a fantastic header. Um, it didn't, that draw didn't surprise me. Like I said before, Everton started off well, but they're very inconsistent, no matter who their manager is. So, um, But they're a work in progress. But they started off well. Obviously, a good free kick by Lukaku. Um, but Benteke's header was probably... <laughs> it was just phenomenal. It was great. Head yeah, he looped right. He, he had. He, he jumped back. Yeah, looped right over and under into the into the corner. Top yeah. bins. Quality got quality. Uh, quality. Yeah. It was kind of top bins. I I, I remember who. Top, I can't remember who was going to give top bins this week. We'll get to it later. We'll don't there, yeah. Well, we, yeah. we got time. We got time. We got time. But yeah, it's quality. quality. You say Everton are a work in progress. How long are they going to be a work in progress before it starts paying off? Um, because we'll. Lukaku's been um, always hinting at a move away. Uh, who else? He, he's, he's not leading them anywhere, so you can chill with that. Yeah, I mean, Barkley showed a bit of promise like, when he first started. Not sure he's living up to, to what was promised. <laughs> I think that team seems fairly average to me. Like, I'll go through them just name by name. Stekelenburg. Good. I all think, right. I think right, he went enough. down with Fulham. He did, but then that Fulham team would have. True. Dead. Seamus Coleman. He's not. He's not a spring chicken anymore. He's get. He's getting on. Jagielka dead. Ashley Williams, good leader. Probably stood out a bit more at Swansea though. He's bit yeah. Because yeah. he's, he's average. He's always been average. Mm. Like he knows how to defend and then the basics of it and how to make a tackle mm. and all that stuff. But he's not a great defender. Actually. He's not a great defender. Yeah. Oviedo, uh, a guy, Barry cleverly. So and and Balassi. So out of those. Was it Outlaws eleven? I'd say Lukaku. 
can and pro- probably should play for a better team. He's a standout out of those guys. But the thing is, even that it's the same thing because Benteke at Sevilla was around a poor team, but he led them to something because that team was destined for relegation. Whilst he was there, he was scoring the goals to make sure they didn't get relegated. He was scoring a high amount. Whereas Lukaku scored a high amount on loan and then his first team scored a decent amount but hasn't really shown anything for you to say a top four club should sign me because if you're doing that, one of those boys are going to sign you. Is that is that simple? So for me, he hasn't really impressed me in any sense for me to say, okay, you know, you should be signed. As for the work in progress, I just think with Everton, this should be clicking by December in terms of getting the right results, becoming a more of a trickier side to play against because at the end of the day, they're still getting exposed quite comfortably. But they still got where it's working, especially defensively. Um, the centre-back area is not good enough. Um, Sikhenenberg is a decent goalkeeper. But, you know, um, I think they're a good, very good goalkeeper in Tim Howard. Mm. Not an adequate replacement. Um, and if Lukaku... The thing is, Lukaku doesn't deserve, deserve a move until he leaves Everton, I think, into a European spot again. Until then, I don't want to hear it from him talking because you're not doing anything for you to say, okay, I've done this, 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 and this. Now put me here. Because when you went alone at Everton, you scored those goals. Went to Chelsea... It was unfortunate you went to the, you went to Super Final you, you missed the penalty so I think mm. that put the nail the nail in the coffin for your move away that was unfortunate but ever since then what have you done to show that you are that quality I don't see it I haven't seen it we'll never see it especially with people like Pardew as well because they England job possibly oh he can fuck off he can fuck off alright alright all right, all right. let's go to uh, Saturday then and uh, first first match we got here Swansea Liverpool Sad, well, sadly, well, I don't know. Guidelin's gone. Bought him Bradley. I, I just, it's, it's the first casualty of the season. It's, the, it, it always, I, I think we, we expected him or someone else to get sacked. Yeah. First. But, uh, this is what I don't like about this football club. Football was, football was coming too much of a problem because not only on top of the stuff from the Telegraph now, but still from these, to these, to this day, the way the clubs do things is quite sickening to me because I understand that you're going to sack him. But it meant that you were, and you have every right to you. You own the club. You can yeah. talk to as many managers as you want about the job. But what you did was, you went behind this guy's back. You backed him whenever you had to back him. But you're still talking behind to someone behind his back. Don't say a word. Don't if anything. Don't back him publicly. Just don't say a word because if you know you're gonna sack him, it's better not to go out there and say, oh, he's got this game as an and as um, his last game. If he doesn't win it, then he's out because that puts pressure on him already. If you back him, people see that as the final vote of death. Sort of like okay, you've, we're backing you, but we still got that one goal. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I, I, if I was in Guidon's position at that time, I'd 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 like to hear that my bosses are backing me. It, it, yeah, it, it, it alleviates a bit of pressure. Hey, you you'd like it, but and I would like it as well. But it's just like with the history we've seen of that, you know, people don't say yeah, we're backing the manager. Then he loses that game, he's out. And to be fair to him. The last few teams he faced weren't easy, bro. Man City and they Liverpool. No, not at all. They, they and they played, form. and they played very well against yeah, both of them. They're, and they're informed sides, so the games weren't easy. Mm. That that's not as you say. He shouldn't have been sad because he lost them, but they're not the easiest games to win. I mean, this is the thing. Football's results business. We we know that now, especially uh, uh, in all the times that football has been around. So should he have been sat? Yes, probably. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, like. You either back him until Christmas, or you get rid of him. And if you're in a in a precarious position, then then you put in all your eggs in the this new manager's uh, gonna eventually put, uh, kick your team into form and, and 
uh, save you from relegation. Yeah. So get him now, get him early, I guess. It makes sense. Gives gives the, the new guy a bit of time to know the team, know uh, who's going to stay. And who's going to kick. Who's going to kick. Like, January comes by, you might buy a few players here and there. So I'd say around this time, it's probably the best time I for Swansea think, to get I, rid of. Yeah, I think you're right. And it's because I think... It, it kind of escalated a bit more from when um, Derby had that worst season ever <laughs> in Premier League history. But he was the manager, Paul Jewell. I think it was Paul Jewell. No, he no he um, went down with them. That's right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember who it was before, but they backed that guy so far past January. Cause I remember Jewell had like two, three months left to try to save them, and they were already finished. So on that point, I think you're right in that sense. But it just, I just didn't like the way it was done. Absolutely, uh, you know, it's very, it's very conniving, very, yeah, very sly. You can talk to candidates, but immediately sat in, not even like a, an hour later yeah you know we've got this guy in now already so bye mm. so like give it time because mm. the players have worked on this guy he helps to stay to keep up to keep them up and they weren't playing bad they're obviously trying to play for him but mm. you face better quality it happens yeah. and then you know but it, it happened so yeah and let's face it they did face they did face better quality liverpool had a bad first half shocking shocking first half and leave for well, he, he got in. He was, he was a decent header, a good poacher, good uh, goal instinct, good instincts. Then uh, Firmino and Hammers Milner with a penalty. Not too shabby at those penalties. It was an ugly win, and every time we hear the, the term ugly win, we, we automatically assume that they're going to be title challengers. Yeah, well, yeah, because Man United used to try and do that stuff back in the day. Arsenal did and it. Arsenal did, especially, Chelsea the, especially well. the Invincibles, when mm-hmm. they had to sneak a draw and they got the draw. Chelsea with their 1 0 wins. Um. <laughs> Liverpool keep getting penalties. I don't know how to do it. Bloody hell. Um, but, um, Having fast players in the box. Oh, yeah. Uh, and every given moment. And Especially when Dan Sarish tries to dive every, like, all the time. Oh, it's getting pathetic. It's getting pathetic now. And I hope this kills the whole English players don't die thing. But, <laughs> no, Liverpool look good. I, I can't I can't criticise them right now. I can't keep going back to the defence either because even though they're not keeping clean sheets, they're still winning. So, you know, at the end of the day, if that's what's happening, I can't really... I mean... Good, but re- if recent history tells you anything, is that that method will always end up biting you in the ass. Exactly. Liverpool. So he, he ne- 2014, was it? If, yeah, so if anything, Klopp needs to work that out because the thing about Dortmund was Bayern, uh, um, Dortmund got Hummels young from Bayern's youth because they weren't, in- they weren't interested in keeping him. And apart from that, most of his signings weren't great defensively, um, especially the season where he struggled before they came back up and then they just about mm. were good and he left. Um, Socrates and um, Subotic were especially struggling big time. And that's not to say they're bad defenders, but it's just like they weren't performing and they're not mm. at the highest level. Now in the Premier League, especially with, now with the quality signed by other clubs, and the money, and the money, you should be looking to sign better defenders. And they're not in England, and they're not in the, Dan- the Danish Danish league. Sorry, or um, what was saying? I was about to say the Danish league or anything else. Like these, to be honest, the top defenders are in Italy and Spain. So you start signing some of those defenders, you know. But, but they're winning games. I mean, here's the thing: you say they need to start signing, but Liverpool haven't been in the Champions League in a while. They don't have the recent reputation of, say, United. So will players of they they of signed say, they signed hey let's, let's let's go to Liverpool they signed players like Torres and all that based apart from the years obviously when they were in Champions League they signed those players based 
on their reputation. For me, when people hear Liverpool, they still hear they're like, "Wow, Liverpool Football Club," and Klopp's got a name behind them, so uh, they can still sign players, in my opinion. But they're not signing the right quality. But Klopp is always built his name off not buying big name players. Maybe that's because he didn't have the resources at Dortmund to do so. But uh, they just need to improve because, yeah. as great as they are going forward, one team's going to catch them slipping in defense. That could be us. That could be us in two it weeks. Could, yeah, it could be. Same thing, they could expose us in two weeks. But if we expose them, people are going to start asking questions. Wow, so why were Liverpool so bad defensively? Da, 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 you can't win the league with this, this, this. And you know how pundits are. They'll change their opinions of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. Drop off a dime because oh, yeah. it'll be on like a match of the day. Alan Shearer and Jermaine James are like, are they trying to challenge us? Yeah, yeah. If they lose this game in two weeks and they get beaten very, very well defensively, then they'll be like, no, they're not. They can't win the league with that. It just drop off a dime. So... Mm. If they, I mean, they, they have to struggle to now, but in January, if they sign good defenders, then they could be in it, depending if they're still there. Mm. But, you know, six. <laughs> Just had to drop that little one in there, didn't you? Every time. Yeah. Every time. Well, Every they time. finished six. Where did Chelsea finish? Seventh? Last season? Yeah. I swear they were like 13th. No, no, I lied. Uh, no, they were top half. They were eighth. They were yeah, eighth. eighth all right. Eighth. Bottlers. Eighth. Bottlers. 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 Not bottling it. They'll this week yeah. beat Hull 2 0 convincingly with virtually identical goals. Finesse. 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 R1 circle. Yes. Or RB in circle. Um, and B. B. RBB. Yeah, yeah. Finesse. No, there were two quality goals. Apart from that, though, Chelsea weren't great. Again. Um, I remember I didn't watch the game live apart from much of the day, but. Um, People on Twitter were like, oh, Hazard's having a great game. And then I was like, show me a highlight. I said someone show me a highlight. And it was just him making a run, which was not much of the day as well. He went and run his shot, keeper saved it, and he disappeared for the rest of the game. Yeah. So it was just like, okay, cool. I think this is a game they had to win because the last few results have been a joke. Yeah, um, definitely under pressure. Yeah. But Conte is going to have time in his hands because I think also Abramovich recognises that he made attempts to sign better defenders. In the summer, they just didn't work because they are priced out and they refuse to pay price, which was quite absurd. Plus, there's nobody left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Koulibaly is good, but 50 million, no. Um, Romagnoli, 30 million for potential. It works, but yeah. they still want more. And apparently, they're interested in Stefan Divry from Lazio. Lazio, yeah. And now Lazio saying, oh, you want my player? Bring 50 million. 50 so they're getting million. priced out because you're desperate. Same thing happened to Main Ed, like with Di Maria and this guy and this guy and this guy. So, they're in a tough situation right now, but this, it's not that they've got a bad squad. It's just it needs so much more improving because there's a lot of deadwood in there, especially Gary freaking Cahill. Especially him. And it, it makes me sad to say this because I think they should move on from him, but John Terry's still their best defender by far. And until they can get a defender capable of replacing him and then someone honestly alongside him to be capable, they're going to keep struggling defensively because if Vanovic right back poor, Zuma injured long term, you never know what could happen from now on it could get no niggling injuries mm. Gary Cahill forget him <laughs> um, and then obviously Terry's there and a bit of quick I was going left to right left to right left to right uh, it's not working for Chelsea right now but they deserve to win this game they mm. needed to win it and as bad as they were Hull weren't great either um, but two wow finesse finesse right right look, it was brilliant Mike Feelings giving the job still at one though is it looking is dangerous he's going for full time now I thought he had it full time ages ago. I, I heard, I heard some time this week that he's holding out for something of a more lucrative deal from them. So I don't know. I don't think he's still. Ah, he's, he's trying to be sly about yeah. it. Well, you need to win games for, for that yeah, to work. The thing I think 
the situation of him and Hull is that a rich, not rich Hull aunt, they, they sometimes they still got money to spend there. Yeah. There is money to spend there. And the squad being so bare, he's doing the best he can. But I think he needs reassurances that he needs able to spend because he's done all right with the squad he's got so far. Mm. So what's the next move? Because yeah, you're going to lose some games. You're losing to Chelsea. That's not a, a shame to lose in those main night. It's not a shame. Um, it's not Arsenal. It's not a shame. But what are you going to do for me to say, all right, I'm going to keep this job because if anyone else wanted a job, it would have been gone by now. Yeah. The fact that you still are struggling to get a manager says everything about the whole job right now. So, I mean, it's whole, the coach capital of the world. No? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That, that's great for them. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just, if this, it's a job available in the Premier League and if a manager's not willing to take this job, mm. why would he? And if you're not giving him, not giving him the back backing, why should he? Because you didn't back him in the summer. Absolutely. So, <laughs> I, I understand everything as regards to that. But, th- I mean, he's not done a bad job so far. So not done a bad job. They're doing okay. Doing okay. Yeah. You know who's not okay? You know who's just dead? David Moyes. David Moyes. Yeah, fucking man. Like, Christ. Thunder and 1-1 at home to West Brom. I mean, West Brom always go away to draw. And I don't blame them. No. Because I mean, it's they haven't got enough to win that way. True. And it's poor. I mean, you should go to win away every time, but you know, something that should be one of them. Because to be honest, with this team right now that Moyes is putting out, it's not good enough. You had, you just had two teams that just. I don't know what to say. It's just like wow. It's just awful quality. Yeah, and they. I mean, West Brom. I still don't understand why they released Sengon. To be honest, didn't make yeah. sense. Um, Berrihino will never play for them anymore. doesn't want to play for them and he's going to leave in the summer so you know it's a, it's a, it's a squad where Pulis is signing players just for the way that he likes to play yeah there's no change there's never ever been a change to his system wherever he goes I mean you are Crystal Palace and you have Zaha and Bolasi and you're not really letting them have the freedom of the yeah. pitch even Pardew does that so <laughs> it's like it was poor they're a poor team to watch but you know they got a result and Sunderland again I, I'm getting tired of ripping because Moyes is so inept <laughs> but he's not he's not so far off to get sacked at the same time he's not doing enough of a job for you to say because again his summer summer signs were shit absolutely McNair Donald Love these are not guys that are going to improve the team I don't know what they were signed for he bought a whole bunch of youngsters from his time at Manchester United yeah. none of them have seemed to hit the heights Yanez I always show potential but he's he's never really never really proven yeah. that he can become I think a great player in regards to him I think he started off at United and then obviously Van Gaal didn't really utilise him well because obviously he signed Di Maria and then yeah. all that stuff I think the way I think where um Van Hal and himself actually ruined Yanezai was um, when he went on that loan to Dortmund because mm. you're going there in a time where their best player plays in your position and if he's he's fit nothing about form when he's fit he starts and you're not going to see the pitch and unfortunately for you the guy that's mostly injured in that team which is Rice was not injured for your time there <laughs> yeah. so you came yeah. back early in January and it was just like you just wasted your time 
and you've come back to United, Van Gaal didn't use you. Now Mourinho, the thing about Mourinho is he was very honest and Pereira said the same thing. He said, these guys, they're going to go out on loan. I'm not selling them because I want to keep them. They're part of my future. So obviously, young guys have got a chance. He's gone to Sunderland and he's like, okay. And he actually started off well there. He's shown glimpses, mm. but it's not enough to show a glimpse because Memphis can show a glimpse. Memphis ain't getting games. So, and this guy's better than you. And United have got much better players on the pitch than you right now. So, if you're going to make an impact, it has to be very good at Sunderland. But unfortunately for him, at the same time, I don't think he has the quality around him or the manager to help him excel in that now. Because Moyes mm. did help him get into the first team and all that. But I don't think Moyes is the coach who bring that youth value. Yeah, here's the thing. Him. When he was at Man United, they every team had all these other players to contend with. Yeah. With these are top quality players. Yeah. And this allowed him to have the space and freedom to just drift into the box yeah. and sweep up missed chances or, or any opportunity. At Sunderland, know. I'd say he's probably the, the biggest star there. Yeah, you'd say right now it would be Defoe, Defoe him, Van Anholt and... Um, Van Anholt's a fucking left back. Exactly. Well, he's doing, he's doing a great job after I mean, he scored a goal. He's, it's very good as well. Very, yeah, te- very he, technical goal. He started goal. as well. Like he's, yeah. he's a good player. He's actually a good player. He is. He's proven himself to be a good player before. Back in the day, it was nonsense. <laughs> but he's actually a good player and he's one I would leave if they're not careful. Absolutely, absolutely. Um... <laughs> Yeah, you're right because you're you're a club where the dangers are quite obvious. And the thing about a Moyes team, even from this time at Everton, is that when they have one danger, they'll use it over and over. It was the Leighton Baines thing over and over. And if it goes to the right, it has to go to Lennon, and then Pino will cut in. So or the Man United full uh, Fulham game, crossing the ball yeah. in time after time after time, and it just it just didn't, it didn't make sense. It doesn't know how to adapt. Doesn't yeah. It? yeah, and now you come to you've come to Sunderland, and you've with what we're seven eight games in now and the only two people to score on your team are Van Hal Van Anahal and Defoe no one else has contributed a goal mm. so obviously you're already your dangers are clear and the guys that you could be using that could cause something that this is the first we can give Duncan Watmore a game when he should have probably started two or three other games mm. and I don't know if he's one of those managers like oh I don't want to rush the youth but at the end of the day the guy's 19 slash 20 if he's not breaking in and getting the first team now he's making the first team slot now He's not going to get there at all. Plus, this isn't 2013, 2014. It's no, okay. this this isn't tw- 2003, 2004. Yeah. Like, he's not going to have the time exactly. to, uh, to say, bring the, bring the youth in over an, an, another 10 years. Because yeah. he won't get that, son, especially if they, go in, if they go down. Exactly. It's not the times of, like, when you're bringing through Ronaldo or Rooney because it's like, oh, these guys have the time. Or Fabregas, these guys have time. Bit by bit, I'll bring them slowly, slowly. slowly and they have the quality around them. Mm. You don't have that quality. So, you have to let the guy... Excel. Yeah, it's yeah. tactics as well. I want to blame the players, but when your tactics don't work, a player can't adapt and a player can't perform. Mm. So that's where Sunderland can oh, continue struggling. I, 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 he has to get sacked. Has to get sacked for them to progress anyway. But I don't know who oh, the Premier League. Um, big Sam, sorry, <laughs> bro. Apparently, he's got a job offer in America. And if I was him, I'd take that. Already? Shit, yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I'd take that, man. No point coming back to England. Yeah, well, yeah. Well. Let me ask you a question, Michael. Who has the better name? Michael Winner or Isaac Success? You prick. Isaac Success. What's her name? Who was it? Who was it? Um, was it Mirror that tweeted? Success for success. I was like, oh, <laughs> come on. Ah, that's that your, name is amazing. That's your point, though. Even, your point. even my dad said that's a great name. Isaac Success. You know he's Nigerian. So Niger. Yeah. Chase. Good header. Good header. Very good. Anyone a free kick as well, so. Mm. Troy Deeney I think what is it I think he's 
one away from equaling the all-time Watford so. record? I think so. Yeah. And he just beat the all-time top goal scorer Premier League in the season record. Well, no, actually, most goals in the uh, Premier League for Watford. Oh, it's sick. Like, but it's only like 14. <laughs> so, yeah, it's Watford, though. Yeah, but, you know, 14. They think they were, they were established in the Premier League back in the day. Well, what, what kind of nonsense was going on? Were they? Yeah, they were, they were solid in the Premier League back in the day. And then they got relegated, came back when Ashley Young was coming up. Oh, they weren't solid though. They were all, they were there and thereabouts. Yeah, but they weren't they weren't like a yo-yo club. They were there. I get yeah, fair enough. So it's like why fourteen? Mm. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So um, Callum Wilson got on the goal sheet. Is it a second time this season? I think so, yeah. yeah, so looking promising yet again. Uh, Joshua King and uh, Troy Deeney got the other goals that finished two to nothing much to say apart from Jack Wilshere. World class. World class. Venga Wilson. She and don't don't mention Wanga, please. Bye. No, 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 no. This is all. This is all. This is all on Jack Wilshere. Yeah. This is all on Jack. No, it is all Jack Wilshere. Why, why are you saying he's? Why are you saying he's world class? Um, you said he's world class. Venga. When? When he left? He said he's, he's a world class. He said it with his chest. Oh, okay. He said he's a world class midfielder, bro. I was like, man, oh. you don't know. You don't learn that world class midfielders. But anyway, Jesus. Um. Yeah, that miss. That miss was horrendous. He had a good game as well. He hit the post from another effort earlier. Yep. Good game. He had. He was, Looks like he was getting back bit by bit slowly. Not his best, but he's getting there. And then you have that chance, and I can't find the words. It's I just... Can't can you? It's it's hard. Like, how do you? It's it's harder to miss it. Yeah. Than score. Yeah, and you missed it well as well. <sighs> like it just didn't make sense. It, 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 oh man! But apart from that, he actually had a good game. I'll give him that. Um, mm. His passing well, movement was good as well. He wasn't looking to get stuck in like he usually does as well, which, which is good. It shows more sense, more yeah. intelligence. Um, just use your, use your aggressiveness in the right places. Mm. It's not off the ball and then you think, I need to get the ball back and just do something stupid. Mm. That English behaviour needs to move out of you. <laughs> so, no, they were both teams were actually really good. I can't, it was, it was a draw, wasn't it? 2-2. 2-2. Yeah, it was a good game from both, from both teams. Um, Success, quick, quick, quick impact. Yeah, I must say. By the way, already. I w- guess guess what guess what I've heard to describe him. He's 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 powerful and quick. quick and powerful. Shut fuck up! Yeah, you don't see the trickery he did to win that win that fr- free kick. The fuck out of it! You don't understand. Uh, this that thing's gonna go on forever. And it don't bother me because I watch him and say, yeah, this guy's left. When he rips you, yeah, you say with your chest. Mm. You know, what I mean, the days of you having like a twenty year ball was not here. In the twenty ball was wow. Um, mm. But yeah, um, not much to say on the both teams. Um, like I, I think we always say Bournemouth would get there bit by bit. Yeah, they're now starting to score goals, still conceding, but at least they're scoring goals now. Kevin Wilson looks like he's getting to his fitness now properly. Nice, we've got another goal, so hopefully he's getting there. Joshua King with a nice finish as well. Mm. So um, and then Ever- and Watford as well uh, bounce back from last week. Um, kind of anyway, it's a draw. It's not perfect. Not perfect, but uh, it's not yeah, bad. Either. But fuck you for popping us first, though, innit? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they were, they were they were good for the draw. I mean, it was a fair result. Good. Fair result. You know, it isn't fair though, Michael. How West Ham fans are being treated? Like my God, they move into a stadium which is bigger for two point five million, and they think and 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 they and their team just doesn't want to play. They don't want to play there. They they need to go home. They they were chanted, Michael. Fuck off, Stratford. I want to go home. Oh, you know what? Uh, your stadium was blown up by Dave Batista, of all people. Hmm? Dave Batista, the wrestler. You know the old wrestler Batista. Yeah, the um, animal. Yeah, the animal. You're know, the three-time world champion. 
Yeah. I walk alone in that. Um, I walk alone. Fireworks, you know. You know. Blonks. Evolution. Shout out to Mitch. <laughs> um, yeah, he's filming a movie there. And yeah, Parks and Park. Yeah, and part of that was blowing up a stand. And they literally, they had to do a controlled explosion. So if you're walking past West Ham at the time, someone was recording it. Like you could see the stands drop. Jeez. So your stadium's finished. Just take on the chest. It's done. Now. Yeah. This is the new, this is the new new yeah. place. And you guys, to be honest, yeah, at the end of the day, as much as you, you knew you're gonna miss West Ham, because I mean you're gonna miss your original home. Of course, same thing with Arsenal and Highbury. It happens. And when Tottenham move from Whitehall Lane, they'll miss that as well. Are they moving? Yeah. So what's this redevelopment stuff happening? There? So what's happening is this new stadium is gonna be built essentially where the old stadium is. Uh, okay. Um, oh, gotcha. But. Um, they're building it step by step. So where they've not done the stand. Brick by brick. Yeah, so where go by go. Yeah. Where they've, where they've not done that stand, mm. um, that bit is going to be used for the other bit that's been built there. And then they'll build all away from the stadium. At the end of the season, they'll knock down completely white hot lanes. Oh, okay. All games at Wembley, year after. Fair enough. New really back to West Ham. Um, in terms of the performance, dead. Dead again. They were creating more chances, but no real thing. That's why Payet felt to do a madness. And what a madness it madness. was. Madness! What a madness it was. And Jesus he was, Christ. He must be getting tired because he, was thinking, he must be watching and just thinking like, how many times am I going to have to do this? Because the same thing happened last season. As, as good as they were last season, he dug them out a lot and got them the points, most of them. So Most times, three kicks. Exactly. So the fact that he, that goal was brilliant. You know, it's, it's an improved performance from the Southampton one, but how many times can you start keep playing like that till you get a win? Because mm. the record right now is shocking. Overall in the league, you can't keep losing games like this. It's mm. poor. Um, well, apart from that, I mean, they were good. They were good um, for their their point. I must say, they were good for it. Um, Middlesbrough didn't impress me. Uh, they moved the ball around as well as Karanka would like them to. Um, I think Negredo has been sleeping quite a bit recently. He has been. Did, did he start this this game? I don't uh, think he did. I don't think he did. No, Jordan Rhodes. Jordan Rhodes did, yeah. And that's Jordan the, Rhodes! That's a good reason as well, because... Meh. No, he deserves a chance, man. He does. He does a chance. I mean, he's a striker's not performing. As long as he's training well, you go out there, you give it a go. So, um, fair on him to get a chance, but they'll be okay. They'll always be okay. It's just that it's early in the season, and... They started off well, and then obviously they lost a few games, which is going to happen. It happens to every team. Yeah. It's just a work in progress. It's just more about West Ham and how average they are right now. It's I mean, Swansea were ruthless with Guidlin. Will, will West Ham be ruthless with... Uh, I don't think so. No? I think... Does the added uh, benefit of him having history with the club prior to him managing it I don't think it's the play history. a role? I don't think it's the history. I think it's more to do with... The fact that he done so well last season with that team that they feel is a blip, maybe. Maybe they just look at it and they think, listen, in these games, we're still creating chances. We just have to fix this, this and this. And he's not hiding away from the situation. And I think he knows what the problems are. Now he's going to international break to try and rectify these things. Mm. So when they come back, I'm, I'm sure David Gordon and Sullivan are expecting big performances because if they don't do that, then he could be in trouble. He could be next. He could be next, yeah. So... You know, I mean, it could be worse. It could be Aston Villa, but <laughs> you know, it's, they have to improve and they have to move quick because it's poor. It's really poor. Really, really, really poor. You know who was poor? David de Gea. We're see, going to Sunday. See the thing. I, I don't even want to blame. I, I blame him. You have to blame that, him. You have to blame him because you made a mistake at the end of the day. But I think at the same time, when the ball bounced, he misjudged it. 
usually his judgment is good at that situation and then he just reacted to punching it and it was a poor punch at the end of the day but the defending has to be better this is the problem with me first half should, should be game over wasted chances Ebro wasted chances again we have to get on his back at some point because mm. they, he does the same thing at City Derby but no one said a word that was a poor miss go far post the fact you, you made it easy for the keeper you showed him you didn't shape your body another way to say oh I could go that way it was clear where you are going and you missed Pogba missed a sitter Quite two two the header hit the crossbar Un- unfortunate but you should be scoring to be honest you, Absolutely, yeah. you should be scoring you know you're worth it you know a million you know I, but 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 this this is this is this is this is the thing why am i still here wearing Rooney's name this is the, because like I, listen as much as i've ducked him yet cool he's been benched it because what i said this back in the day when he was getting benched oh the hands are being clapped yeah 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 <laughs> no, when he was getting benched we weren't performing we weren't winning games so all i ever wanted was if he gets dropped for play christmas him. yeah exactly um if he gets dropped you perform, the manager has no reason to bring him back in, which he did against Leicester. Mm-hmm. Because Mourinho then said, okay, you know what, I want to play him midweek, but he, I'm not so sure he'll play in the, the weekend game, which is basically saying the same team would play. So midweek, he, he got injured in on Monday. He didn't play until second half came off the bench. And the same thing in this one. But he had enough time to win this game beforehand. So the fact that I'm hearing people come and say, Oh, he came onto the pitch and he took a free kick and went to the hands of the keeper. Yeah, he took an effort of goal and the keeper saved it. Cool. And then he took a corner and he didn't go past the first man. What about the rest of the corners of the game? They were all equal as part. Daily Blinn, whose corners are usually good. He was hit over here in them. Memphis, no words. <laughs> like, but you're not criticising these things. And you have to criticise the team as a whole. Mm. Because this game should have been over at half time. We, we were on them. And the fact that Mourinho can say, and I agree with Mourinho, this is probably our best performance of the season. But if you don't punish the team, you get punished. And that's what happened. It doesn't matter how lucky their goal is. You got punished because you deserve to get punished. So what's the next move now? And this is what I want. I want people to see that it's not just a Wayne Rooney problem. Because he wasn't playing. He wasn't the focal key. And when we had chances, we still didn't put the chances away. And if Rooney missed a chance, as Ibrahimovic did, my God. Oh, my God. So you would have heard, oh, MLS, China. This, <laughs> that. Because uh, you, you, it's like... Zlatan, I understand Zlatan has been here and the argument I hear is that Rooney has been here for three years. And then the last, sorry, not the three years, been in the last three years, um, he hasn't performed. Whereas, you know, Zlatan's just got here. The one guy said to me, oh, if you wipe away his accomplishments beforehand, in the last three years, you call him a flop. I'll be like, yeah. If he played like this, if we signed him after three years and he's playing like this in those three years, yeah, he's a flop. Why are you wiping away his accomplishments? Because now mm. you're saying, oh, basically, all those are irrelevant. They're not irrelevant. There's a reason why he's the captain of the team. If he's a new signing, he won't be captain. Six-time league champion. Six-time league champion. Champions league, league winner. winner. FA Cup winner. He's won everything, man. He's won everything. won everything. And he was a focal key point of those teams. Mm-hmm. So I understand the anger of him not playing well, 100%, because if you're not playing well, you're the captain. But is he six-time? Um... Three with my three with, um in the Royal Sites Ferguson, um, twenty eleven, twenty thirty five, five time, 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 that's what happens. So, less of the blame game now because the fans are getting what they want. 
But if you're going to keep blaming the same guy because he came on for 15 minutes, he took a poor corner, yeah, freaking went to the hands of the keeper. What's the point? Mm. Like, um, he could even assist Martial right. Martial passed the ball to him. He took control. He took his first touch and the defender was onto him like a rash. He wasn't aware of... Probably his fault he wasn't aware of what was behind him, mm. but already had all these players in the box and he's in the box. He wants to try and finish. So, you know, whatever. But we got the goal. Martial, first goal of the season. Finally... Good, he's, he's got a goal. See if he can do better now. But if you continue blaming this one guy when he's not there, then you're, yeah. just, you're running out of excuses. Mm. And yesterday, there was no excuses. You had the chance to win. I mean, I may, may be controversial here, but Zlatan doesn't seem to be contributing much to the overall game. Zlatan? If he, if he gets in a box, nine times out of ten, he'll score. But... That, but it's been a lot of nine times out. Of, been a lot. It's been a lot of one times out of ten exactly. recently. But so, could you play? Could you stick Rashford up top, Martial and Depay on, on, honest, on the right and left? If he's not in form, you drop him. I mean, from what I saw was Latin when he was on the pitch, was that he was moving like Rooney. He was dropping deep. It's very deep. Exactly. And he doesn't doesn't he doesn't take the ball on. He can't. He doesn't really pass. It doesn't really add to the game. Yeah. So I mean, so, if you're gonna, and this is what I'm saying, like. You're not criticizing him because you lost Latin. I get it, but if he's moving poor, he has to get dropped as well mm. because he started off well. He's got, I think, four goals in four games or three yeah. games, whatever it was, and then it's just dried up. He keeps dropping deep. You said that he can't play with Rooney because they both dropped deep. Rooney's been dropped. He's still doing the same thing. So what's the next move? Mm. You you can't keep covering for someone if they're playing poor. They get dropped. It's that simple. Rooney was being was playing poor. Somehow he's got five assists this season. I don't know. But, you know. Yeah. But to be fair, Zlatan also scored goals. But now he's not playing well. <clears throat> but are you, are you going to call for him to get dropped? Because um, I'm, I'm going to call them out as well. The United Stand. Yeah. Oh, their podcast. No, their podcast. Oh, they, yeah. The they, uh, they, YouTube they, show. Yeah, they a YouTube video. And um, one guy goes, one guy was like trying to play devil's advocate saying, oh, you know, I think because maybe Zatan should be dropped because Zatan's not this, and then the main guy was like, mm, "No, because they're not giving him service, and he's not doing, they're not doing this, not doing that." Yeah, the service is there. He's not putting it away. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because I swear he had a, he had a one on one in that game, and I swear when um, even in the last game where he blasted over that chance that Pogba chipped over yeah, him, yeah, no composure, just chest bang. Yeah, and against C, when we made it two one. He had a chance when the ball rolled to him and he didn't, he lacked composure hit and it was one of the worst shots you've seen. <laughs> so the chances have been made for him. He's not putting them away. So mm. when are you going to start scrutinising him? I don't want to get on the, t- the team too much because like I said, it was probably the best performance I've seen from United this season. But it has to be fair criticism. You can't just leave these guys. That time was, has been poor. Pogba was average. Mm. Despite his two chances, he was average. But the thing that I can, I can praise is that last three years, defensively, we've been shit. Defensively, now we're making great progress <laughs> so and the hair's having less of a job yep might not uh, win what's it play at Man United play of the year this but year that's to, I'm looking at Bayou right now to be honest <laughs> oh yeah absolutely what, what, what a fine what a fine win but yeah well done Stoke as well because well done, you, you're stuck in there yeah stuck in there got yeah. their just rewards yeah so let's go to Leicester Southampton not much to say Charlie Austin had an early chance hit the post I think or just missed it uh, Nothing really much to say. Though. Um, Both teams are going to be fine. Vardy is bang average. I mean, we we told you this before. I mean, yeah, I, I said it as well. Yeah. Uh, it was just like, I was praising him because last season, because it was like, listen, at the end of the day, yeah, you can say what you want. This guy's popping goals in, isn't it? Absolutely. But at the same time, 
the guy lacks finesse. Like he, he I, I said it to um, Derek. He's a Sunday league striker, bro. Because for me, he said it. Like he said, I didn't move to Arsenal because they don't play the way I play. And he said that I need balls over the top for me to run onto and smash it, smash it. No, even finish, smash it. So <laughs> he was like, okay, that's your game, but and he missed a one on one. Uh, he's 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 not. I don't think he's gonna rediscover really the touch he had last season. To be honest, no, not at all. Because people have sussed him out, and now he has a chance. He doesn't have to finish them because he has no finesse in his game. Because mm-hmm. he's gonna blast at you straight. So I mean, it's poor. But apart from that, the game wasn't anything to talk about. Yeah. Southampton though, six games, six clean sheets, on the money. Ooh, on the money. Fraser Forster. That's my guy. Yes, should, and I really said it. Should number one be number one, but we never know with Gareth right. Southgate well, now. He's gonna tell me. He's gonna, he's gonna tell me that he's been watching Joe Hart to read on. No, he hasn't. So, you know, he'll bring back David Seaman. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the biggest game on Sunday and the weekend. Of course, Tottenham Manchester City. You called it, Michael. Hands out right now. You called it. Hands right now. That CM Punk is his entrance. Look at my. That's right. The of personality. Now, I, I, it's, it's just that this this is why I love Tottenham so much, right? Because if there's a team that knows how to play against a team like Pep Guardiola's, it's Tottenham in the sense of the way they press, their shape and how they keep it and the fact that Dembele wasn't playing so he put Zoko in there for energy and the strength as well to match it was perfect because this is the first time that City's uh, fullbacks couldn't become inverted. They weren't comfortable moving inwards because the way Tottenham provided their shape meant they couldn't do that. I questioned starting Son as a striker at first because I was like... Um, you got a striker and Theo Janssen there, I think he should start. But then the way he moves around the pitch, it made sense mm-hmm. because his energy to try and catch these guys and chase them and... Just didn't stick in the box and wait for the, ch- yeah, the ball to come exactly. In. And defending stages as well. Mm. And him being the first line of defence from striker was mm. perfect. So, it unsettled um, top, um, City. And as soon as they got the ball, they peppered um, City because City defensively are not great. And people have been saying this for a long time, but they haven't been peppered because they kicked the ball. So why don't you get the ball, force the ball off them, and then just make them stress, make them sweat. And they were sweating hard. So I like, it's just the way Tottenham played. There was a complete performance. The passing was good. The movement was good. The tackling was good. The, the pressing was good. The, um, the, the cohesion as well. Just everything was perfect. And that's why they were able to score those goals. Kolarov, a bit unlucky. Ha- no. But shocking. No, 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 no. You can say unlucky, but sometimes train your right foot as well, man. Yeah, because be his right foot is dreadful. It, it was shocking. It is awful. Nah, he he done he done the he done the Rooney against Zoya thing when he just <laughs> swung his right foot anyhow. <laughs> see what happened, sort of thing. It was just it was so poor to watch. It's awful. And it was a good cross by Danny Rose, but in that instance, you weren't under any pressure, and you had enough time to make a decision, and your decision was poor because you just sort of like you you rushed. And um, the second goal, wow, just Son pass and Ali. Son's pass, oh, fantastic pass. It was a great finish as well. Yeah. So uh, this is this is this is why when I say Tottenham are title challengers, I understand why people say uh, because you know what happened last season. It's not just last season; it's a whole bunch of seasons, man. Yeah, but you can see the progress bit by bit every season. Yeah, and that's the main thing. Fifth, fifth, and then third, out of nowhere, like they literally challenged for the title, and. Now, they've got a team where they've added a striker so that when Kane is injured, they've got this extra man now to actually be help out. They've kept their best defenders and they managed to keep them fit. Walker mm. was a walking 
injury before. Now he keeps fit. Um, Soko was actually a great signing. I didn't realize how good it was until now. Wayama also a great signing. So he's bolstered the team and he bolstered it well. Mm. So that if the def- a defender does get injured, Daya can move in and then Wayama goes into his slot and Wayama can hold that role nicely. Now they've got depth everywhere. Mm. So that was great. Now in regards to City, missing t- KDB a hell of a lot. Yeah. And mm. we did say they would struggle. It's weird though. Like they play... Tiki Taku is is one of those things. It's it's if you have the players to do it and do it well and do it consistently, they're gonna win everything every every time because they they they're too fast, too slick, and it's too accurate. Yeah, just look at what Pep did with Barcelona. City don't have that. They don't have that. So if they're going to be at that at the highest of energy and the highest uh, sharpness, yeah. Then the league, but they didn't show that uh, on to- against Tottenham. Where I think so, just they just absolutely and Tottenham did the best thing any defense could could do against him is that close him down, yeah. and they close him down at such a pace that even if they were quick, there was always somebody following in on the ball on, on a loose ball, or if the player was about to receive it, there'd be someone on yeah. his ass straight away. So it was, it was perfect, perfect, perfect game plan. I think where Pep made a mistake number one for me was starting Fernando. Fernando, yes, it didn't make sense. Is it time for for um, him to get down on his knees and and call Uncle Yaya and apologize? No, forget that. He's not going to do it. <laughs> it's just it's like you lose. What's that? Oh shit! I forgot about that. Um, I got a message though. Yeah. <laughs> um, you lose such a creative force and a goal scoring force right now to be yeah. KDB and you play Fernando yeah you say that but everybody knows what David Silva can do and he just hasn't been doing it yeah he, and that's fair because Silva started this game mm. and he was poor but I think Silva I think it, it works hand in hand because Silva can play that role if KDB is there and Fernandinho is sitting in that spot before the game, people were talking about why he's the linchpin because he will sit back in that defense so that when the wingers, the wingbacks go forward, go in, inverted, whatever you want to call it, he sits with the other two defenders. So he's they're solid. But with Fernando, it's like he didn't know what to do because Tottenham were like, there was so much space in the middle from their counter attacks, it didn't make sense. It was like Fernando, Fernandinho will be there. So what's Fernando, where's Fernando? What's he, what's he doing on the pitch? Mm. And moving Fernandinho from that spot, essentially you lost that linchpin. So essentially it was like, well, okay, we can attack in this area now because the guy that's so good there is missing. Because Fernandinho was missing that game as well. Mm. And like Raheem Sterling clearly needs KDB. Uh, he needs him because as good as he's been himself this season... What I think KDB does is his movement is so good that when Raheem Sterling has time on the ball, he has time to think. Raheem Sterling without time to think is lost because because <laughs> in this game when he had when he had the ball, I saw someone closing down. He, he looked like he didn't know whether to go forward or go backwards. Yeah, and with KDB's movement, because he's such a focal point of the team, when he gets the ball, everyone's drawn to him to try and tackle him. Yeah, and Raheem Sterling has all the space to then burst in, and then cause some trouble. Mm. So, I mean that plus. Aguero as well, but and he was he wasn't there. I he was lost as, as well. well. Yeah, so the, everybody in that team just had a bad game. They really did. But KDB, yeah, continue. KDB is just he's it was a missing piece big mm. time. And we did say four weeks without him. I mean, I praised God <laughs> because I was like, yeah, you guys need to suffer. And I knew they'd suffer as well. Yeah, and 
it was just it was it was a bad performance, man. Bad performance. I think tipped off by Claudio Bravo. I said I wanted to go in on him, and do I'm you, going in. Do you think, do you this think. guy is trash, you know. <laughs> Absolute trash. He brought him in because he wanted he wanted to he wanted to start from the back from the goalkeeper from the the the, the play. Yes, that's all fine and dandy. That's all nice. When it works, it's nice. But in this sense, this guy just doesn't know what to do. He's he's either he's he's always lost in two minds. He's either gonna try and beat the player that's that's closing him down. The striker, who's faster than you, will have an open goal if he gets you. It makes zero sense. Sometimes I under I believe me, I am not a fan of the English way of, of goalkeeping or, or of playing where you Stick a big man up front, goalkeeper, long ball over the top. He heads it down, and they go on. But sometimes just get rid of the fucking ball. Yeah, you don't need to put yourself under that much pressure. And he just doesn't know what to do. I don't understand how you could be at Barcelona and not know. Well, not. I thought when they got rid of him, I thought they were they they missed her. They they should. I thought they should have got rid of Ter Stegen. Yeah, because he he wasn't he wasn't ready, and that would have probably been best for them. But. It just seems that one. Of, it seems like Barca have done another Barca when they went or or Real Madrid when they sell the players that aren't really up to their standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're performing anymore, and they know that it's over. Because this guy is absolutely trash. He makes a good saves here and there, but I would not be surprised if he goes in for another goalkeeper next year because he doesn't have the time. Yeah, it's like he underestimates the kind of time he gets in England. And we want to say adapt, but the thing is, for me, goalkeepers don't need to adapt as much as a player does because mm. Pep Guardiola brought you into the system and you're, you're, you're working with the players that understood the system straight away because you saw how it clicked. Mm. It's clicked already, so they know how to use it. But he's so relaxed and he doesn't know when to pass the ball. And you're right, sometimes you just have to kick it away because even Victor Valdez used to do that. Mm. And because you'd be under pressure, he wouldn't look for the next pass and think, oh, let me pass the Busquets. And Sometimes he just thought, you know what, fuck this, I need to get rid. And he got rid. If he needs to, you will, because even if Barcelona don't win the ball in the air, they know how to win the ball back on the ground. So you've got players that, that can do the same thing to a certain level. So why not do it? But he's, he's if he's not, if he's a certain day, just like a craft turn, just point to the other foot and then mm. clear it away. And it's, it's like, a, I always say, you have to you have to train a player to be good, a goalkeeper to be on his feet as well, because passing is what's essential now. But sometimes... Even it's, defenders do it. It's common sense. Yeah, it's, there's nothing. There's nothing else. It's not not technique. It's not skill. It's not luck. It's just it's pure common sense. Yeah. If you see someone charging you down, get rid. Get rid of it. Rose head. Same thing with John Stones. Yeah. Like the amount of times he got caught in that game. And then you're seeing the same shit at Everton as well because that's what they started criticizing for. It's like, listen, it's great that you're good with the ball on your feet at your feet, mm. but sometimes you gotta get rid because some of the bit, the greatest defenders were great with the passing the ball out. Talk about that like, Puyol, the master of that. He could pass the ball anywhere. But when he needs to get rid, he'd do it. Vidic could pass. He wasn't the best passer. He wasn't the passing defender of the two, him and Fernand. But when he needed to get rid, even Fernand, when he needs to get rid, it's gone. And those guys hardly made mistakes. So why are you making the same mistakes? Because you're putting yourself under unnecessary pressure. It's the same thing Gary Cahill did. Like, he's not a passer. And he's usually renowned for like getting rid of it. Mm. But... When you take a touch of your foot, and Johnson does the same thing now, it's an English thing, I'm, I'm so certain. <laughs> you take a f- touch of your right foot and you turn your whole body and you have to adjust to bring it back to your right foot. That's yeah. poor. Mm. I'm not a footballer. I'm not great with my right foot. I'm purely left foot. If I turn on my left foot and I need to pass back my right foot because someone's chasing me down, I'm doing it. And if I can't do it, I'm 
bro, the ball's gone. Out for out for a throw. I don't care because I'm I'm uncomfortable. But if you try and adjust all this, and you're gonna put yourself into, tra- into danger, and that's what they're doing. And you see someone like Odevero, who I com- call the com- most complete defender in the Premier League right now. He does all those things, but when he needs to get rid on Sunday, that ball was gone mm. because he didn't need to keep it. So adjust, adjust. It's it's poor. It's really poor to watch. Poor to watch. Much that was poor to watch. Was the last one Burnley Arsenal pretty poor boy. Uh, yep. Ah, can't believe the way you guys won that game. <laughs> Yay! We won it the hard way, the wrong way, the cheating way. Handball by Kashani. Uh, well, yeah, not much to say about this game because no. it was poor. Apart from um, Burnley, were very, very, very good defensively. Mm. Very good. I respected that defensive performance. This is the thing. If a linesman can't see it, what's he there for? <laughs> because he had the best view. Like, he was looking directly at the situation. Mm. And if the manager can't see it, um, manager, the referee can't see it, sorry, you're the next person. Now, you can see that Sanchez is crossed in. You're right behind Sanchez. He's crossed it in and he's ran back. So you're, you've got a clear view now. Oxley kicks the ball. You're not sure in that instance because it, it was fast moving. So that's fair. But you can see that Koscielny's hands are up in the air. Mm-hmm. And you can see that he's hit his hand and gone in. So that is... That's this, that should be disallowed. People were saying that, oh, it'd be harsh though because he's protecting his face. Bruv, the ball was not moving at any speed from protecting his face. If anything, it hits his face, it goes in. Mm. So... That's bullshit. Like, it, it, well, at the end of the day, the course is stood, didn't it? So, it stood. You know, we got the three points and we're back in a tackle race. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that annoyed me was Pundit saying, oh, did it hit him when Oxley Chamberlain a minute earlier in his interview said, yeah, I kicked the ball. So, obviously, it did, which meant that Christian was also offside. <laughs> now, like, again, I'm not going to blame the linesman on that because you want to show that situation. From what you could have seen, you could have seen him maybe level. So, that's up to you. But, Man, I mean, it's it's it's, it's all he- football heading in, in the uh, more te- down the more te- technolo- ah, technological more down down the technological route. Yeah, got that out finally. So video technology, I don't want it, and video you don't want it. I don't want it. It would clear up situations like that. Yeah, bro. but that's that, that's long, man. We like human error here, right? Yeah, like, I was watching. There was one that they tested somewhere in Europe. I can't remember what league it was, and that referee, the players were coming to referee, and the referee had to look up somewhere. He went. Done that box thing that they're doing cricket, mm. the big science yeah, thing, yeah. show the, the, um, the mm. video, and he had to run off the pitch and look at a thing and then say, No, it wasn't. And no, here's the thing though like, in cricket, there is, they have that system, yeah. but now what they do is, no, no, they've been done for a while now, is they have a fourth umpire up, okay. it, up somewhere watching the TV and they have a, an earpiece, right. and that fourth umpire tells you if it's if it's out or if it's out or etc etc so if that was to be put in place where there'd be a a fifth referee or or the fourth a fourth official can watch a video video and and say in the ear this infringement happened no goal yellow card red card etc and that would probably last let's say 30 seconds I think so it wouldn't affect the game I think that'd be fine because I I mean I didn't like the system of having to run off the pitch and then no that's bullshit that's stupid especially when there's four referees exactly if you have someone in the ear and he's watching from a screen sign, so that like, you have to fish you on the side. If he's not allowed to do that, you have someone in the cameras watching mm-hmm. the, the game from a, a TV, and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, look, this happened. That's not a goal. It's not fair. That's different. I can allow that. But running off the pitch, and you know, it's just, you're making the thing long, and and you want players to stop arguing, and the players are going to start arguing more. And it's just, <laughs> it, yeah. it doesn't make sense. I mean, here's the thing. It, it, it adds a bit of clarity, and that's 
I think that's what we need. A bit, just a bit of clarity. To be fair, yeah. Plus, there would have to be a review system put in place where it, it wouldn't be abused. So you, if you feel like you've been tr- your your team's been treated unfairly, you get three 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 uh, or two or one chance to review video review something, and hey ho, yeah. you're on your way. That's the only chance you get. Yeah, that's it. Finally, though, twenty years of Arsene Wenger. I've got something to say on this. Okay, go for it. I am not going to say sit here and say that I love this. Actually, no, I think I'll start that again. I'm not. I'm not going to. Ah, bugger. On recent podcasts and probably a few of the older ones, I've been very hearty in the sense that nothing really comes. I, I never really think about things I say about Wenger and about Arsenal. They just come out, come from the heart because I love, the, I love the club, and sometimes they can be very disrespectful. And I feel like I've been disrespectful to him. Because here's the thing. Yes, it has been 20 years. I want to I address a few points. First, first he came in. Uh, well, I f- finished third. Finish, and in the sec- season after, f- won the league. Yes. Address this, this, this fucking, not rumour, but this uh, thing that's incorrect. This point that's incorrect. That... Uh, what's it? What's that guy's name? Graham, George Graham. George Graham. Uh, it was his defense that won us for the league. Mm. Wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. Wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you where that that defense finished under Graham and under Ryok since since '91. They won it in '91. Since then, until when you came in, fourth, tenth, fourth, twelfth, wow, fifth. When he came in third, first. With the same players that George Graham had, you know, Lee Dixon, Tony Adams, Bold and Winterburn. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. So, don't give me that bullshit that Wenger won the league because of the, of George Graham's masterful defensive defensive uh, tactics and, and uh, his eye for a good defender. No. He obviously put in place a system and that system worked because it won them the league. It didn't make sure they didn't finish 12th. That's fair enough. Secondly, you and Darren and, and, and other pundits have been saying 20 years of management, uh, three Premier League trophies, that's, that's a failure. And I haven't said no because I've been fairly angry at those points in time. But it's not. I mean, if you think it's a failure, then why didn't Sir Alex share, share, share the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow all those years? It's, it's, no, no, it's, no, no. no, it's, no, no, no it's, 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 Sir Alex... And Man United won the majority. Of, it w- it wasn't always up for grabs. Yeah, I know. It was going to one destination and one destination. Only. Over the years, yeah. there have been teams that have broken that mold. Okay. A la Chelsea, a la Arsenal, a la City. Okay. And fuck Leicester. So, you can't say that three Premier League trophies in 20 years is a bad thing, especially when it's going to one place. Here's the thing. Okay. Would you say that three Premier League trophies in in ten years is a bad thing? I don't think it's bad. This is where my problem was with Wenger. Continue, please. My only issue was was this because I understand that he won it in ninety eight, ninety eight, two thousand two, two thousand and two, two thousand and four, three four. So I understood that, especially because we won the treble and we had like an area of dominance. No one, no one stopping us. So that's not only on Arsenal; that was on everyone else. Mm-hmm. This is where my issue was. You went unbeaten the whole season. The fact that you couldn't build a, a team to create. 
like uh, even if you didn't dominate the fact that you weren't even getting close to Premier League titles is where I thought the failure was because there's no doubt that the Invincibles was wonderful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wonderful there's no doubt about that um, the team that won in 2002 even won at Old Trafford mm-hmm. or was that no yeah, it was yeah, Old Trafford. Trafford. yeah. and the 2004 was White Hart Lane wasn't it mm-hmm. yeah that, that team, we'll talk, that was a great team. Mm-hmm. 98, that even the way you won it as well, I know scoring that last goal, that, that mm-hmm. the whole, that year, fantastic. There was no doubt behind that, but it's just like, you had all these players, you had all of this, and then, eventually they're all going to leave, you're going to build a team, that, ha- mm-hmm. that happens, and then you, you, left the, you left the Emirates, you mm-hmm. had to pay for the mm-hmm. stadium, finances went there, other teams got taken over, but it's just that, I don't feel it, I didn't feel it was correct that you couldn't build a team mm-hmm. to challenge year after year after year Here's apart from certain maybe one or two years in between from that time to now. Here's the thing. Year after finished second behind Chelsea, who were better than everybody. They, they, yeah, they killed they everybody. Domish, they, they killed, dominated. Yeah, they killed everybody. Highest highest point uh, ever. tally ever. Ever Premier they killed everybody. Hundred percent. Yeah. Season after Champions League final, lost that. Lost it, but we got there. Yeah, but then after that, what happened? We got a stadium. And we lost. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Emirates. The thing I don't agree with Wenger is that is this whole I built this, I built the stadium here thing. He didn't. The team did. But the situation Arsenal were put in at a time where TV money was on the rise and where you had to actually pay for your stadium. Yeah. The balancing act that he had to put in. He was tasked with, this is, uh, he, he, he disclosed this recently in, a, in an interview. He was tasked with, f- I think it was three out of five seasons, get us Champions League football. Okay. Five out of five. Okay. And he's continually got Arsenal Champions League football. He hasn't won it. And that, that's, that's where diff- my, That's difficult. That's, that's difficult. Not- my problem now is, if you're not going to win it, and you're not going to fill the team that's capable of winning it, what's the point? That's my that's my problem now. Then, did you see the teams that he had? I had I saw that, but this is again this is what it is for me because if you don't have the money money to build that legacy, then you can't build but, that legacy. But some of the money was dead, and that's that's what my issue was. No, because, it wasn't because this, this he said he said when you moved to the stadium, he said um this this stadium is going to get us into better financial, and you can see the benefits now, hundred percent. Yes, so I I see. So he was right. I see in that no in that sense I see. Yeah. But it was some of the science and the money he was way he was spending that money that he had because some of the places he was buying, right? He could have bought better quality, and he know I'm sure he knows he could have bought better quality Absolutely. for probably the same or a bit more, even a, a bit more, a bit less. Yeah. He wasn't doing. He that. wasn't doing that. But legacies cost money. They do, and they I mean money. The they legacy Mourinho's trying to build now has already cost him cost over two hundred million. hundred percent, I agree. Arsenal did not have that money back in. Back in two thousand and five, did you 2006. see? Did you see someone say we players we signed for the money we bought them for? Apart so, from apart from like your 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 third, your one thirty five million seller Fernand or Veron. Um, hey, no, he, I liked him. He was a great player, like, but he just didn't do well. He didn't do so well. So that's what I'm like, or um, Berbatov. Yeah, you have like Everest for like five, Vidic seven, Hernandez seven, Van Persie was thirty, Rooney was thirty. Like you have these certain players are going to be over thirty, but then you you just this. The thing was that he had talent out there. Not only was talent under his nose because he he done trials with some of these players, and he failed to sign them. Like these players were in your hands, and they could have turned out differently. Because I mean, the way I mean, if I'm gonna be honest with you, they would have turned. Yeah, out because the way, for example, the way Ronaldo 
Southampton trains of Ronaldo to maybe the way Wenger would have done it would have been completely different. Absolutely. They're not the same manager. Mm. But the fact that these some of these players were under your nose and then some of the players that you could have bought were going to other clubs for the same money, knowing that you just got to the Champions League final that you had on read there and you still... You want to sign, apart from maybe like a Denos or something, you're still playing sign players like Heb, Van Persie was now coming through and then obviously he had that he finally wasn't injured and he was scoring those goals. Like you still had quality there. Same time though, signing players like Sylvester, or when when there was no need to sign Sylvester, no matter what <laughs> anyone told me, or um, um, what's the other guy's name? Squilacci. Squilacci yeah. or Gallas. A swap with Gallas for Ashley Cole when Ashley Cole was up there and Gallas was really going down mm. bit by bit. It didn't make sense to me. So it annoys me that he couldn't build a legacy. The stadium, I understand because. Before I used to compare it to how Juve did, because Juve got relegated, built, um, built a new stadium, moved away, but their stadium was built at a lower price. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it decreased the number of seats from the old stadium. So financially, they weren't struggling that much. And they managed to keep some of their top, top players. So they weren't going to be in so much of a bad position. But my thing with Wenger was this. I still feel you had enough to build a legacy so that even when Chelsea were... Because the way Chelsea dominated was stupid, right? And then we came and we had... Yeah, those last two years whilst Chelsea and you guys were coming second we finished third we were building teams slowly so that those next three years we dominated Wenger wasn't looking to do the same thing I didn't see that in his teams no he wasn't and that's what annoys me because I feel like even though the money to splash wasn't there like in those times we were spending the, apart from when Rooney the 30 million wasn't special than anyone else so you still could assign players to do that but but to be fair to you I, I 100% get the whole financial situation and the burden of the Emirates because that was difficult and I saw that I definitely saw that and your team struggled for it so like those years I used to go to Arsenal because I thought you guys were shit 100% like mm-hmm. you know Bentner's Siga and Squall actually I was like yeah that team but if I was that if I was this age then I'd, I'd definitely say what you'll be saying because it's like look they're going to take a long time to build mm-hmm. and then you saw it when they could spend money Ozil Sanchez, now Mustafi and Perez came in for a lot of money combined. Xhaka first. Xhaka. So the money is being spent. Now, it's about the quality being brought in. Again, that's my problem because what Wenger has been doing for me, which annoys me, is he likes to delay. I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about about over the the previous 20 years. But he's done it. And he's doing it point. now but that's the thing I'm no, not, I'm no, not I, no no honestly, the first 10 years the first 10 years he didn't do it exactly. the next 10 years he did and first if, 15 years he didn't do it next 5 mm. look that, 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 that situation where he was building the Emirates is, is a fucking tough situation no, it was tough. any manager would have struggled it was tough but when the players are able to come to you why are you delaying bruv because I can talk for this summer because I'm tired we forget the other season because we're talking about player after player after player, mm-hmm. after player after. but mm-hmm. this summer for example you signed Xhaka, which is a good signing, but strikers were available. Mm-hmm. And the money was, the, you see the money was there to spend, but you weren't spending that money. Now, obviously you're playing Suarez, so, Suarez um, Sanchez up front, and he's popping goals right now. He's doing well, and he's working collectively, and you're getting goals, and you're winning games. But it's helped to get a top striker in there, because Perez is a decent striker. But like you said it, this is the first time he's got 10 goals, of 10 goals, mm-hmm. ever. And that's only last season. Mm-hmm. And he's 28, he's 29, he's a big man to be only scoring 10 now for a striker so it's disappointing and I don't like that delay because that's first time done the same thing with Ronaldo he used to do that quite a bit the Ronaldinho one still burns my chest mm. because we would have Ronaldinho and Ronaldo in the same team he still swore the same Ronaldo he said it and if I had Cristiano Ronaldo coming up 
and Ronaldinho. You have to put the R's on the Ronaldinho, yeah? That team would have been magic. So, in that instance, I can I have to criticise him on that. Mm. Do I think he's been a total failure, though? I think I've been a bit too harsh on <laughs> like, He's not a total failure. I can't lie. Honestly, my opinion, second... Third, no, maybe second, third best manager of in Premier League history. Yeah, I yeah. say actually, fuck it. I'm saying Manchester second best. So Ferguson, him, Mourinho. Yeah, fair enough. That's, that's what I'm gonna say. Fair enough, because I don't want to bring this up, but he changed the game as well. No, he did. Like, yeah, he yeah. changed the he game. Did. He did completely. Like, the way he brought um, the foreign players, mm-hmm. and he withstood the whole criticism of why you're not playing one English player. Mm. Newspaper used to say that Arsenal will kill a team, and they instead of like, oh, great performance from Ori or this guy, this mm. guy, the headline would be. Oh, he didn't feel the English player. Mm-hmm. And I've always said it. If the English player's not good enough, why should he feel them? Exactly, yeah. That's, that's that. The whole healthcare thing, the players he's brought through. Like, if I was going to sit here and name names, you'd, you'd, you'd be in awe. I didn't even realise he had a massive um, role to play in uh, George's George Weir's career. Yeah, he did, yeah. He brought yeah. him through. Yeah, he did, yeah. And Weir thanked him when he won the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, he did, yeah. So, the players that he's brought through and the... They are great entertainers. They are great. You, can, you, you probably think Ronaldo is probably the best you've ever seen in the Premier League. I'd say fucking Henri. It's between those two anyway. I'd say on, in terms of entertainment, Henri beats him. I don't know. In terms of entertainment. I don't know. No, nah, I, I don't think you can sit across me and, and say that. I don't know. That's because... That's because Ronaldo is giving you more joy than watching Henri. If you were no, no. if you were neither a United fan or an Arsenal fan, you you've you've heard what I've said before. Henri is the greatest striker I've ever seen. Absolutely. So, so um, this is never going to be a criticism of Terry Henri because you know <laughs> you, you know my favorite goal I've ever seen of I always talk about it, the Sparta program when he controlled the outside of his boot and then turned his body around and still spun it around the goalkeeper with the outside of his boot. That guy, wow. So I'm not even gonna like this. Is, mm-hmm. This is never me get on him. It's just that even as a neutral. Ronaldo got me on my feet more in terms of like if I'm watching no. that be, no but that's that's no but that's not me saying like oh like so when I watch Ronaldo every time I was on his feet I know I'm real sorry, sometimes like it's literally like literally like maybe I stood up 200 times for Henri and I stood up 201 times for Ronaldo <laughs> that's li- that's not even me trying to like that's not even me trying to hide away from it yeah, that's just really, that's yeah. just how, how close because they were both phenomenal footballers mm-hmm. And like I would always say, I don't care if people say Ronaldo nine or this guy is the best track I've ever seen because he had everything. Ronaldo also had everything, but when I talk about a player that was not just a striker and could assist just as much as he could score goals, that's Thierry Henry. Mm-hmm. So for me, I don't even want to hear it. Like even for me, I even call him one of my first, my top five players of all time. Mm. So yeah, cool. But some of the players he, this guy brought through were majestic. Vieira, great spot to box midfielder of all time. You got you got Perez, oh, Perez, Jumberg, um, even Ray Pollock excelled under him. And Ray Pollock yeah. wasn't the greatest of footballers. Mm-hmm. Petit, mm-hmm. um, Anelka, Loren, who I rate behind Gary Neville as the best right back in Premier League. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't care what anyone tells me. Um, actually, Cole excelled. Um, yesterday was a good signing as well. Um, Burkamp, I don't even have to, come on, come on. He was he was being called a flop elsewhere. Look what he came I mean, did over here. Like so, and then obviously he brought through players like Fabregas, for example, who just a great midfielder. Bellerin's gonna be the world, the best right back in the world at one point when he goes to Barcelona. Probably, yeah. So, like, but this is this is like I can't, I don't, I don't ever criticize him on those things. Those things I can never touch him because he's done great things. My only problem is this: that time without winning the league, it just, it just 
it hits me too much because there were certain times in those years when Arsenal were getting close and unfortunate stuff stuff like Eduardo's injury happened. There you go. But that's when you I'd ha- say honestly in that in that in that period, that was the only time you were close to win ever win the league. Well yeah. And apart from last year. Yeah. And the year when Ramsey scored like once well, all like February happened, sort of thing. Mm. But like apart from that, like especially that one because that was a time that you saw what your captain did. Mm. He, di- he didn't I, I didn't see him take control and say, Look, that can't run. We need to be strong in these situations. It's sort of like it was like, Oh, it was unfortunate, it's gonna hit them mentally, da da da. I understand the protective stuff in public, but what are you doing there for them to say, okay, look, this happened, now we have to win it for him? Mm. Because I didn't see that. And it also upsets me. I, I don't care what anyone says, because I used to have a header on Twitter of Sats Ferguson and Wenger. And then obviously, when we got Marino, I moved to Sats Ferguson and Marino just because this is like a United thing. But it, it pisses me off that Marino got two Premier Leagues, left the country, came back and equaled your, your tally of Premier League titles. It really pisses me off. Because that doesn't make sense to me. Because not only did you, ch- you change the game in, in, in England, see how foreign players were brought in, because you changed that system as well. Foreign players weren't being signed here like that. Until you did that, or if foreign players were being signed, they were being signed within this country, not from outside. Mm-hmm. And you helped adapt the level of scouting in this country. So with all that you've done and your eye for talent, some of the players that you signed, I can't forgive. <laughs> I just got like so. Vest was five hundred k, but like, bruv, spend that five hundred k on a new car instead, because the vest won't do anything for you, bruv. It didn't make sense, and it's just it's just one of those. It was some of those things for me, and the Ashcole thing wasn't his fault. No, that that was a very unfortunate incident. Um, Bloody shell. He's a, he's a he's a scumbag mm-hmm. to be honest, but I just don't feel like he did enough. To adequately replace these guys and the way he let some players leave quite easily I didn't like either especially captain after captain after captain after captain Vieira was finished he'd done that at the right time Fabregas I think was going to go to Barcelona at some point but I think he could have got one more year out of him I don't think he tried hard enough to keep him um, no I don't agree with that if you saw some of the games that Fabregas played yo, he's shocking. He, he didn't want to play didn't, them, didn't so he, he, he needs to get rid of didn't he assist a Barcelona goal and then yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know I know he was, he yeah, was, so he was he, no we wouldn't no, go a year out of him. he was a dickhead as well but I still think you, I just personally think you could have got one more year out of him yeah. so sort of like how we do with Ronaldo Ronaldo was like no I want to go to Madrid mm. and Ferguson was like listen like, like one more year man it? come on like apart from that I don't and to certain incidents he was very unfortunate I, I can't rip him on those things but I just those those years after 2004 so long for a title even if it was at leagues forget leagues FA Cups because you won six and you won two of two of them were recent mm-hmm. so obviously you were good at FA Cup finals but your team wasn't getting to those and winning those and you got to a final against Burnley and your team just Birmingham. felt Birmingham sorry and your team felt felt to shit like stuff like that and it's in my head is like for everything that you did here I can't forgive those other years because mm-hmm. it's like up to 2004 yeah the reason, the reason why we took about Celtics first in the Wenger like no one touched you and then obviously Chelsea and Ven- Marina did this thing, fair enough, because he, he, they ripped us as well to shreds. But what are you going to do after? Because you didn't build, try and build a team. Mm. Is it now you're trying to do it? Because it will be and that are coming through and it's looking good. But why so? Why why now? Why now? Mm. But yeah, uh, here's the thing. I still stand by what I said here. I still stand by what I said on previous podcasts. I still believe your time is up. But I want to say thank you for the past 20 years. They will not be forgotten and they will not be forgotten by anybody in the Premier League yeah. who watches it. And I respect as well. Like, you know what? As a coach coming up, I watch what you do, you've done in the past 20 years and I respect it. So mm-hmm. I want to say thank you for that great influence. Um, I don't know if it's going to be more than 20, 
could not. No. I think he's gonna go to England to be honest with you. It may be. If it's if it's more than twenty, we'll see what happens. If yeah. it's not, then congratulations on twenty years and thank you for six one and eight two pieces. You're a dickhead. <laughs> do you wish to speak about England? Let's do it quick. Let's do it quick. All right, Glenn Johnson, Phil Jagielka. What the fuck's you doing? Okay, so obviously, um, what's his name? Gareth Southgate took some heroin before he took his squad. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't. Allegedly. Um, Wait. I said allegedly. Oh <laughs> shit! <never mind. laughs> I, okay, he said. What was it he said? He said something about. When a player gets injured, you try and replace him with youth. It's not always youth, youth, youth. Experience has to come in sometimes. Glenn Johnson is playing for a very, very, very poor Stoke side right now. So his in- inclusion doesn't make sense. Jack Yoko has been finished for at least two years now. Doesn't make sense. Don't force it. If you can't bring a player through, don't bring him through. You are the under-21s manager. I'm sure you know someone of youth potential. Even if they're not a top Premier League side, that you can say, hey, let me bring him in. Because you put... Rashford back into the team. You brought Lingard through. I didn't personally agree with that too much, but it's cool. Sterling got injured today, so he put um, Andrew Townsend as a replacement. To be fair, Townsend's been doing a bit of here and there, so okay. But, Glenn Johnson, it don't... Man, like... <laughs> like this is, I, don't, I, can't, I can't find the words. It doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. sort of sense. Like, the guy hasn't done anything. Even if, even if like, Kain is injured, fuck it. Another player that I don't know, or don't put a player there at all. Like, the guy's done nothing. And the thing is, I, I'm sure that he's not going to start any game because Kyle Walker's going to start his qualifiers. Absolutely, absolutely. That being said, if he gets injured, if I see this guy on the pitch, I'm going to lose it. Yeah. See, this, this is the thing. It's the reason why I say I don't support England, yeah, because I'm tired of this bullshit. You get me? Like with Ghana, I support Ghana because Ghana are bullshit all the time, so I understand it happens. Like, I expect it. But when you're going to do such nonsense like that and make such silly choices I have to look at you and say you're put on the job for until, until the end of May or qualifiers wherever that is just to see how it goes and you'll sign someone else or if you do a great job they'll put you in but I mean it just no no yeah, no. no and you're going to win these games and then you'll be just they say people say oh I remember it was, just, it was justified no it wasn't Glenn Johnson has no place in, in the Premier League bruv yeah. I'm being completely honest now like I told Darren it's not 2007 when he's hitting volleys for play-up Pompey, bro. He is done. It's over. Jack Yelka as well. It's over. Mm. So, it's either you put someone else in there or you don't put anyone else in at all. There's no need to force it at all. Just say he's injured or something. Or say you're, or say you're old. I don't, I don't want you in my team. Fair enough, fair like, enough. Especially in the week where English football's just gone to shit, uh-huh. essentially, which is funny, by the way. Like, it's just it's a joke it's, it's a, a joke. joke Michael top bins top bins what bins top bins yeah, yeah who go. wins William William yeah not Diego no not Martial no okay <laughs> not Paye no no because Paye was, was fantastic but it wasn't bins until when I say top bins that's the top corner bro. to hit the top corner right, but up, see up there top bins see up there right, right there right in the right corner yeah near the scissors right, yeah right there mm-hmm. bah top corner top bins top so bins. and he finessed it as well Next. So no, it was a it was a top goal, uh-huh. top top goal. William, well done, sir. Uh, let's get to the fixtures. Two weeks time. Two weeks time. Chelsea Leicester, big game. Chelsea Leicester. Yes. Chelsea win that. Yes, they win. Two nil. A two one. Two one. I got two one. I say two nil. Fighting score. Uh, Mar as well. <laughs> Fair enough. 
Arsenal versus Swansea Bradley's <laughs> baptism of fire it seems you, you, you're going to beat um, I think you'll beat them um, 2-1 but I think they'll get like a late goal it'll be 2-0 comfortable and then mm. they'll just score one late one it won't be a close game Bournemouth Hall oh shit no I think Bournemouth will win this I think, I think it'll be 1-0 2 one yeah Manchester City Everton ooh mm. see this is the thing like I said Everton inconsistent but the thing ain't there KDB ain't there still um, but you know like again they're sh- they're freaking shocking defensively so it should be a City win it'll be close I'll go 3-2 S- to either side I don't know Doke Sunderland dead match oh scary will pop up uh, 3-0 Stoke <laughs> West Brom Tottenham Tottenham 4-1 Crystal Palace West Ham I just got what he said no no, no. yeah it's going to be dead one uh, Mi- Mi- Michael Middlesbrough Watford 1-1 Southampton Burnley 1-0 Southampton and Monday Night Football Liverpool versus Manchester United Liverpool <laughs> fuck off Liverpool 3-0 fuck off um, we're going to expose Clavin and Matip come on what's this expose um, shit yes we are mm-hmm. yes we are and then yeah. by the same time though I feel sorry for Blinda Marnie because boy Luke Shaw please come back please come back Michael where can they find us uh, but yeah Maynard it's 2-1 uh, Twitter free midfields I'm about to say Snapchat you know Snapchat yet um, SoundCloud free midfield and iTunes same free midfield you get it just you get the gist. This has been another should episode. We, should we do like a special? Maybe next week on something. I don't know. Whether we can figure out something. What are we talk about? We said we're going to talk about. Oh, we said we're going to talk about that the uh, the level of football in England or the coaching or whatever. We could do that. Yeah. So you may hear us next week, but for now, this has been another episode of the Freeman Football Podcast. Good night. Good night.